One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I was rushing to finish homework when suddenly a screeching shout startled me. Julia, why did you hide the letter Ben sent me? Uh, what? You've lost your mind, Katie. I already gave it to you. And didn't you say this guy was too ordinary for you? Why are you such a liar? This Ben guy tried calming her down, but it was too late. Everyone around us was already whispering. Ugh, I was not to blame for this. Guess what? That girl putting on the poor me act is my sister, Katie. We once were really close, but suddenly, boom, she changed. Now all she does is pick a fight with me. Oh, thank God. Here are my people. My dance club friends. Only dancing could help liven up my mood right now. We were happily chatting on the way to practice when suddenly... Julia, where are you going? Get back to class right now. Finals week is coming. <laughs> no way. You don't know how Katie just embarrassed me in front of the whole class. I'll never go back there. Stop making excuses. Then he dragged me back to the classroom. That's Max, my overbearing older brother. His catchphrases include, Julia, where are you going? Remember to come back before 9pm. You still have lots of homework to do. Or, Julia, come back and change your clothes. The dress you're wearing is too short. You see, I'm 16, not 6. Why does he keep treating me like a child? Worse still, this semester, he decided to move to my school to be able to watch my every step or something. Ugh, it's unbearable! After school, I came home exhausted, but unfortunately, this awful day was not over yet. Dad was there waiting for me, my report card in hand. Julia, there's not even a single B on here. Those dumb equations just wouldn't stick to my head. Dad, I've tried. Tried, you say? So it has nothing to do with you skipping school to go dancing, huh? Oh no, in her hand were a bunch of pictures of me practicing. Okay then, it's about time I let my parents know about my passion anyway. I think I want to pursue something else, which is dance. No, Julia, studying is the only way. I don't care what you do, as long as your grades improve. Please learn from your brother and sister. Study, 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 study all the time! I angrily stormed upstairs and slam shot my door. 
Then I heard my mom's voice whispering outside. Never mention dancing again, Julia. Give it up. That silly hobby won't do you any good. What does she know? She isn't even my actual mom. Yes, they're just mine and Max's adoptive parents. I bet if my actual mom and dad were still alive, they'd understand and not forbid me from following my dreams. But life is too cruel. As our parents died 10 years ago in a traffic accident, then Max and I were in an orphanage until we were adopted and came to live here with our adoptive parents, a biology professor, a housewife, and their daughter, Katie. After a restless night of overthinking, the next morning, I trudged through the schoolyard like a zombie. Suddenly, a tall figure crashed into me. Ouch! The guy apologized profusely. Then, he told me he hadn't been paying attention as he was too engrossed in a cool video. Oh, this is our club's dance video I posted yesterday. We immediately started chatting. So, his name is Daniel. He's a new transfer student here, but already a big fan of our club. We were watching another video together when his phone screen popped up a message. Hey, are you free tomorrow night? Katie? Oh, that's definitely my sister Katie. Why does she have to appear everywhere? Anyway, after I parted ways with Daniel, I excitedly ran to the practice room to tell my friends about our new hardcore fan. I waved at them, but they just ignored me. Weird. Hey guys, what's wrong? Don't you know? Julia, yesterday your mom called everyone asking to disband the club. Your mom even blamed me for being a bad influence and distracting you from studying. So please, stay away from us from now on. What? My mom said that? How did she even know their numbers? You're welcome, Pumpkin. I've helped you introduce your dear friends to mom. They seem to get along really well, don't they? Katie? Again? Why am I even surprised? I stumped after her. Then from afar, I spotted Daniel waving at her as they passed by each other. And she immediately turned on her flirty mode. Hmm, I suddenly thought of a great idea. Well, well, just wait and see, my beloved sister. <laughs> When Katie walked off, I quickly ran over to chat with Daniel, and it didn't take long for me to lure him into my trap. My friends are all going on about the new Jurassic World movie. Have you seen it? I want to watch it too, but I have no one to go with. Is that so? Actually, I was planning on seeing that movie this weekend. Let's go together. Bingo! The fish has taken the bait. Katie, you took away the one thing I love the most, and now watch me do the same to you. That Saturday night, I happily went to the cinema in a pretty dress. No sign of Daniel yet, so I got to my seat first. But... Julia, what on earth are you doing here? Oh, Katie, the prey even showed up by herself. Nice. She immediately jumped on me, accusing me of stalking and ruining her date. We argued loudly until a member of staff kicked us out. A few days later, Daniel and I met at a cafe he chose. But right away, I saw Katie at the next table. Again. She seemed to be waiting for someone. I walked over to her. You're so persistent on being a third wheel. She was so angry but couldn't say anything. I went back to the table and sat with Daniel. Huh? What? There's ketchup all over my dress! Mmm, that does it! So I lunged at her and we started brawling. And here we are, at the cop station, waiting to be bailed out. As soon as mom arrived, Katie put on her waterwork sack and sobbed about how I was trying to steal away the love of her life. I couldn't be around either of them anymore, so I left with Daniel. We weren't far from the cop station when Max rushed out from nowhere. Stay away from my sister! And why would I? Then my brother punched Daniel in the face! What are you doing? It's Katie! She's the one who keeps messing with us! No, Julia. Katie is just a victim. Stop seeing this guy. 
Great. Now even Max was defending Katie. I helped Daniel up and left with him despite Max's calls from behind. The next day, I was putting things in my locker when I saw Max and Katie passing by, looking real close. They were whispering something to each other, as if his real sister was her, not me. Fine then, if that meant I would stop being supervised. Katie still wouldn't leave me alone though. There were countless times she squeezed between me and Daniel, laughing with him as if I didn't exist. Another time, when we were about to kiss, she jumped out of nowhere, gave Daniel a concert ticket, then the two of them left together. So annoying. Honestly, it's no longer about taking revenge on Katie anymore. I do feel happy when I'm with Daniel. He seemed to want to be with me too, but why didn't he just reject Katie? But at least it was me he invited to the prom this Friday. Not her. That night, I excitedly put on my prom dress, curled my hair, did my nails. Everything's all set. Daniel would be here soon. I opened the door to go downstairs when, oh no, it had been locked from outside. My parents were on vacation, so it had to be my cruel siblings. I immediately called my parents, but all I received was, You shouldn't be even thinking about prom, considering how bad your grades have been lately. Stay home and study. Right at that moment, there was the sound of an engine outside. I ran to the window and saw Katie getting into Daniel's car. I banged on the door and yelled, but only Max's voice came from outside. Julia, that guy is not good at all. Just leave this to me and Katie. Why are you on her side and not mine? Why is everyone turning their back on me? I felt like such an outsider in this family, so from then on, I did my best to ignore them all. I passed without a word as Max and Katie gathered around our parents after their trip. Then I stayed silently in my room, ignoring Max's call outside the door. I also tried ignoring Daniel, but he continued calling me. I think you've got the wrong number. I'm not Katie. Huh? Julia, what's wrong with you? Um, let's see. You left me alone and went to prom with Katie? Oh, that... I already saw Katie waiting as I arrived. She said you'd already left for prom with your friends. I looked for you everywhere. I was thinking about you the whole party. Gosh, Katie is taking things too far. Even my poor Daniel has to put up with her stupid tricks. Baby, what should I do to make you feel better? How about a road trip? Let's spend this weekend together, just us two. Honestly, all I need is Daniel's sweet voice to make my anger go away. I'd love that. I'm so sick and tired of being in this nightmare house. Being alone with Daniel felt amazing. After two hours of driving, we pulled up at a gas station to take a break, and he told me to pick anything I wanted. This trip is on me. I have to make it up for my princess, don't I? Oh, how did I get such a wonderful boyfriend? I stuffed my face with snacks as I waited for Daniel to return from the restroom. Hmm, what's taking him so long? Just as I was going to step outside to look for him, the cashier stopped me. I'm sorry, miss. You haven't paid for those. Also, your friend left you this. Then he gave me a bunch of papers. One of them was a note saying, Surprise! Take this as your first life lesson, honey. Don't be so gullible. If you're wondering why you deserve all this, go ask your lovely brother Max, Din. I stared down at the other papers. Receipts! This came to hundreds. He'd grab all these random things, including five boxes of Mountain Dew. Is this for real? How could this guy be the guy I was deeply in love with just seconds ago? I was on the verge of breaking down. But first, I still had this huge bill to pay. Oh god, where do I get the money for all this? Should I call my family for help? No, no way. 
I could already hear Max scolding, then my parents nagging, and Katie's scornful look. And so, I begged the store owner to let me work here to pay back the bill. It's not so bad, at least I wouldn't have to go home. But only, I kept on messing up. I clogged the slushy machine so the floor was covered in sugared ice, I knocked over the sunglasses stand while cleaning, and constantly counted change incorrectly. It was a disaster. Maybe if I'd pay more attention in math, it wouldn't be this bad. I tried everything, but all I did was create more trouble instead of paying back the money. Eventually, they kicked me out. And now, all I can do is sit at this abandoned bus stop, not knowing where to go or who to find. Thinking about my life with my family before made me tear up. If only, suddenly, a familiar car stopped in front of me. Dad! Julia, here you are. Everyone's been frantically searching for you. I'm so glad you're okay. Why did you scare us like this? I'm sorry, Dad. Dancing is my only passion, but I knew you wouldn't accept it. No, Julia. I'd never stop you pursuing what you love. I used to think you were just making up excuses for being lazy. Right at that moment, another car pulled over. It was Max, my mom, and even Katie. What on earth are you doing? If you keep acting like this, mom and dad will kick us out. Max, why would you think such a thing? Max let go of me, then hesitantly said, I know you take education very seriously, so I always try my best at school. Julia and I are just adopted, so... Actually, I'm adopted too. I've overheard this once from mom and dad. So ever since then, I was scared they'd love Julia more than me and throw me out. Oh, my baby. It's true. We adopted all three of you. This doesn't change a thing. You're our children and we love you all. And only wish for you to care and look out for each other. Whoa. This was all too much to take in. My emotions were all over the place and I didn't know whether to smile or cry. Secrets only make us misunderstand one another. So from now on, we won't hide anything, okay? On that note, I'm sorry, honey. Let me tell you all this one last secret that I've been keeping to myself all these years. It turned out that my adoptive mom was mine and Max's biological dad's ex. After our parents died, she offered to take us in. Our adoptive dad didn't know the story behind that, and he only knew about an ex of my adoptive mom who was a pro dancer. Mom was so afraid dad would find out about me and my brother's true identity and be angry, so she tried her best to hide my dance talent. But she never expected her husband to be this generous and understanding. So, all problems were resolved and family peace was restored. Oh boy, I miss home so much. But now was not the time to go back. Us three siblings had one more important task. Expose Daniel. Can you believe that Daniel turned out to be my brother's best friend from his old school? Daniel misunderstood my brother's friendship for love, so when Max rejected him, he felt like a fool and started causing problems for Max. That's why Max transferred schools, but Daniel followed him there. Knowing Max loved his two sisters very much, he deliberately approached us both and played tricks to make us resent each other. After that time at the police station, Max told Katie about this and worked up a plan to expose Daniel. We found Daniel's current partner and invited him to meet them at a diner. Then we told him everything his boyfriend had done. Needless to say, he was so angry he finished with Daniel and exposed his true face to the whole school. Facing a barrage of criticism, Daniel was scared and apologized to the three of us and promised to make up for it. Well, now that I have a happy family, I can freely pursue my dance passion. What else do I need? Just looking at Daniel being subservient is enough to satisfy me. <laughs> it was such a beautiful weekend. But instead of being out having fun, I was stuck at home. 
For what, you ask? To teach Excel to a girl who doesn't even know how to use shift key shortcuts. <sighs> what is the matter with you? I've explained the code 20 times to you already. Um, I... I'm sorry. Let's face it. You suck at this. Try to beat me in your dream. Ugh. If I had to waste one more second sitting next to her, I'd go crazy. Look how fake you are. If you're mad, then just show me. Why do you always have to be misfriendly? Hmm. Let me introduce you. That's Lara, my so-called sister. Two months ago, my mom brought her home and announced, Jeff, I have something to tell you. Back when we broke up for a while, due to your parents' hatred towards me, well, during that time, I found out I was pregnant. I gave birth to our little girl, Lara. I was only 22, and I had no money. So as much as it pained me to do so, I gave her away. I've never stopped thinking about her. And now, well, I've managed to find her. She dabbed at her teary eyes, then handed Dad the DNA test results. Dad was overwhelmed and ran over to hug Laura. They all cried a lot and hugged a lot. As for me, I just stood there in shocked silence as I watched this family reunion take place. It all happened so fast. How was I supposed to believe that it was just a coincidence when Mom suddenly found her long-lost child after so many years? What now, Skylar? Stop being so headstrong. Mom scolded me, then rushed over to Lara and started cuddling her and soothingly stroking her hair. It's not my fault she has the learning capacity of a slug. Stop interfering, else I'll quit teaching her. By the way, those loving mother-daughter things also? Cut it off! It's ridiculous! I know what you're thinking. What's with the attitude towards my mom? The thing is, she's not even my real mom. A few months ago, something crazy happened to me. A strange woman showed up out of nowhere and claimed she was my mom. Say what now? Of course, I told her she'd got the wrong person. But when I saw the selling contract between my mom and her, I froze in shock. Turns out, my mom miscarried a child, but she was too afraid she'd lose her place in the family. So she bought me from this woman. So I was adopted. It's common, right? But still, I don't deserve to be treated like that. I had always been neglected since I was little. Mom never hugged or kissed me. She didn't read me bedtime stories or tuck me into bed at night. All she ever did was snarl at me. Go away! I guess I convinced myself that this was just how Mom was. But then Lara arrived, and Mom is totally different with her. <sighs> I get it now. I get why she treated me so cold and why I've never felt happy despite growing up in a wealthy family. Because I'd never belonged here. After the incident with the woman, I confronted mom about it. I get it. I know I'm not your real daughter. And that's why you think it's acceptable to treat me like garbage? Oh, please. Stop with the dramatics. Let me tell you this. Even if you did adopt me, I'm still going to prove my efficiency to dad and take over this company by myself. Mom was dumbfounded after hearing that. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Then not long after that, she turned up with Lara. That's why I didn't believe there was no coincidence. She brought Lara back to compete with me. And if that was true, then what do I have to be scared of? <laughs> How are my two girls? Skylar, are you still helping Lara with her studies? Yeah, Dad. She still helps me every day. Thank you so much. Okay, that's great. When you move past the basics, I think you should take a few more extra courses. Do your best and try to follow your sister. There's no way she can be as good as me, not even in her wildest dream. Laura is very smart, and she'll soon be up to speed. I'm also teaching her more about our family business. Huh? Is mom going to teach her more to compete with me? I can obviously see her greed and competitiveness. But whatever. Laura and I are at two distinctly different levels anyway. I am an excellent student at the Columbia Business School, while she's just an uneducated nobody. Poof! Please! I have absolutely nothing to worry about. Mom kept forcing her to study, but... See? Speaking of Mom, she'd been acting weird lately. One minute she treats me like a stubborn stain she can't get rid of, then the next she's trying to set me up with some guy named Dean. He's the son of her super-rich colleague, I don't understand why she suddenly feels the need to find me a boyfriend. And dad wasn't helping the situation, as instead of telling mom to stop playing matchmaker, he was encouraging her. Ugh. Okay, I just wanted them to quit bugging me, so in the end, I agreed to talk to this Dean guy. But now, he won't stop messaging me, and he's even shown up at the house. Hmm, I suppose he is kinda handsome and nice. But he's not my type, so I just talked to him out of politeness. Until one time, I saw Lara sneaking a peek at Dean while he was waiting for me in the lobby. Wait, don't tell me she likes Dean? Oh well, she's welcome to my leftovers. I don't like this guy anyway. Then one day, I was walking along the corridor when I received a text from Dean. Skylar, are you free tomorrow? Let's have dinner together. I was about to text back when I suddenly heard Mom and Lara arguing. What's wrong with you, Lara? Why are you secretly dating that jerk? Why not, Dean? He's a good guy. Besides, he told me that there's nothing going on between him and Skylar. So Dean is two-timing us? He snuck out on a date with Lara while flirting with me on the phone all day? What on earth? I tried to keep calm while continuing to listen. You're crazy. 
Stop this stupid secret dating game at once! What? Why is Mum insisting he's a good guy to me, but telling Laura the opposite? Well, Mum, which one is it? Is Dean a good match like you told me, or a jerk like you told Laura? He's... he's rich! So keep on dating him, and stop bothering me with your nonsense! Ugh, I wasn't born yesterday. There's definitely something wrong with this Dean. The very next day, I decided to go and follow Dean. Oh my gosh, what was he wearing? And why did he go to this slum? Then he gathered with a few other thugs. So, it's obvious, Dean definitely was a street guy. That's why Mum didn't let Lara get close to him. But why did she match him with me? Could that be a part of her plan to bring me down? Ha! Nice try! <laughs> I'd had enough spying for one day, so I was about to leave. But then suddenly, I heard a familiar voice which startled me. I turned around, then... What? It's... Mum? How dare you ruin the plan! Mind your words. I did as you said. I told you to flirt with Skylar to distract her. Not Laura. Don't think I'm paying you a nickel more. Fine, don't pay me. Just be sure to take me a picture of your husband's face when the real DNA result arrives in his inbox. <laughs> you, you, you! Oh my god. Did I just hear it wrong? What DNA results? Could it be? I immediately went home and rushed into my dad's office to look for the DNA certificate that my mom gave him that day. Here it was. What should I do now? That's right. I had to take it to the hospital to have it checked. After pleading and putting pressure on the doctor, he finally admitted that he'd accepted a bribe from Dean to fake the test result. I asked for the original one and, believe it or not, Lara was not my dad's child. I immediately rushed home and showed my dad the original DNA results. He was so shocked, I had to help him sit down, then get him a glass of water. When he got over the initial shock, he asked me to call Lara and Mum in to confront them. But, oh no, Lara's room was empty. Only one letter was lying on the bed. Sorry, everyone. Dean told me the truth. Thank you all for taking care of me. Especially you, Skylar. I honestly enjoyed being around you. I think you're kind and patient. Please don't ever change. I don't belong in your world, so I can't stay. If we're predestined, we will meet again. Thank you, and sorry again. Love, Lara. Unbelievable! How could you lie to all of us about something like this? Knowing she couldn't wriggle out of this one, Mum replied, Okay, Laura isn't yours. I fell pregnant with her after we broke up. I didn't want you to throw me out, so I paid Dean to get a fake DNA certificate. Then I paid him again to date Skylar and distract her from her studies. This business should be Laura's, not hers. But that jerk went and fell for Laura instead. Poor Dad. He looked so heartbroken. Mum tried pleading with him to forgive her. But he told her the trust was broken, and that she had to leave. Everything's such a mess. Poor Dad shut himself away in his office, while me, 
I lay on my bed, staring at the ceiling. I couldn't stop thinking about all of Mum's lies. And what for? Money? Fame? Status? Are all those things worth sacrificing dignity, honor, and trust for? I used to want to compete with Lara too. But now, it turns out that all of that was just fleeting. Dad, I think I should leave too. Because I'm not your biological daughter either. You... 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 I've known for a while. But I've kept quiet as I was afraid that you would abandon me. Thank you for always being there for me. You're a good man, and you don't deserve all the pain you've been through. Then I told my dad all about how I found out I was adopted, and how my mom paid my real mom to hand me over. Dad froze for a few seconds, then calmly said, Skylar, honey, you'll always be my daughter, and I couldn't be prouder of you. Please, stay here with me. I couldn't hold back my tears. Did dad really want me around? Even after all this crazy stuff? I really love my dad, but I couldn't upset him anymore. The next day, dad and I went around to Lara's adoptive mom's house. I cleared the air with her and invited her to come back with us. She politely declined. Turns out she just wants a simple life. We still meet up sometimes, and we've actually become pretty good friends. Isn't it amazing? Because before that, we were like water and fire. The fact that I don't have to teach her Excel anymore probably helps. <laughs> there are those who do whatever they can to win fame and fortune, but this often comes at a cost. Mum let greed turn her into a monster, and now she's paying for it. I don't like what she did, but she's still my mum. Well, my adoptive mum anyway. So I still send her subsidies and wish her happiness for the rest of her life. The truth is that... I'd rather forego a huge fortune and live a quiet life than become someone I don't want to be. If it were you, would you do the same to live in peace? Here's the rest. Thank you so much. No problem. Congrats to you both. You're probably thinking, um, why is that girl so happy about giving me money? Well, it's my consulting fee for helping to win over her crush. Yep, it all started about a month ago when thanks to my amazing advice, my BFF Haley won over this hot boy, Luke. And the best part is, it only took one picture. Well, I know that boys like Luke are so fed up with dating the popular, hard-to-please girls. So when my cute, sweet-natured friend handed him a sketch she drew of him, then shyly confessed her feelings for him, as expected, Luke fell head over heels for her. How did I come up with such a cool plan, you ask? Well, I basically have the superpower to read boys' minds. That, and I also know the real personality of each type of boy. Why? It's because I've lived with my three wonderful brothers for the past 15 years, and every day I had to put up with their bad habits. Ugh. Such as my eldest brother, Axel, the jock. Outside, he was always shiny and well-groomed, but at home, he never tidied his room and once went a full week without bathing. Ew! Then there's my second oldest brother, Stefan, the prodigy who didn't say much. Unless he's at home. Then he won't quit bragging about everything in the world. I swear, I've never seen him be quiet for more than a minute. Then lastly is my youngest brother, Gavin, the friendly one. Haley thinks he's so kind and gentlemanly 
but she doesn't see him at home when he's always teasing me and stealing my food. God, just talking about it makes my blood boil. So tell me, ain't I qualified to open a relationship counseling service with such broad knowledge of guys yet? <laughs> and actually, it was Haley's idea. She'll go find clients, and I will give advice to help them win their crush's heart. And up till now, our consulting success rate is 100%. So it's not surprising that our name quickly spread throughout the school. One day, I was eating lunch when Haley ran up to me and excitedly said, We have a big client. Who is it? Turns out it was Claire, a popular mean girl at school. I immediately shook my head. I'm not going to do it. You know I don't like Claire at all. Come on, she's paying double than usual. Nope, I don't want to help her. But Madeline, please, I... Um, I already took her money. What? Was she being serious? Then, meeting my glare, Haley hurriedly continued. You see, Claire is already super popular. So, with your brilliant mind full of tips and tricks, she'll get the guy, and you'll get the validation. Hmm. I suppose this would be good for the consultancy. Besides, Haley had a point. Regardless of the type of boy, I always knew what was needed to attract him. Okay, so who's our target? Ryan. What? Ryan, as in the nerd? Claire likes him? In response, Haley just smiled, nodded, and then bit into her lunch. Well, I didn't expect that. But whatever, that was Claire's business. Even if the target was a nerdy boy known for hating girls and not dating, it couldn't intimidate this Madeline. So, I embarked on the tactic mission for Claire. Now, let's see. A nerd would definitely fall for a girl with the same interests as him, right? So, the very next day, as planned, Claire was waiting for Ryan in front of the literature class. Seeing Ryan from afar, she immediately pulled out the book Weathering Heights and pretended to be reading intently but Ryan just passed by without even glancing at her, so she immediately chased after him and read a paragraph aloud. But Ryan kept on walking and even put his headphones back on. At this point, Claire could only stand there and stomp her feet. Well, that was a big fail. Seems like I needed to change the strategy. Hmm, what about Lego? I mean, what nerd didn't like that? With this in mind, I spent the whole day helping Claire assemble a model of Hogwarts to give to Ryan. She proudly showed him the masterpiece, but he muttered out, No thanks, then walked off, leaving Claire with a dumbfounded look on her face. And so, over and over again, from getting Claire to give him Star Wars cookies, to sticking a picture on his locker of her dressed as Black Widow, my tricks just didn't work on Ryan. God, why was this guy so odd? A few days later, as I was putting my books in my locker, Claire appeared and said snidely, what kind of services are you guys providing? It's been weeks. Why hasn't Ryan noticed me? Slow but steady. Just keep with it. Trust me. Poof, trust you? I'll only give you another week. If you don't get the job done by then, I'll make sure everyone knows how much your advice sucks. Then she left. Ugh, what an obnoxious snob. But what else can I do? I must finish the job else my consultancy services would be over. Besides, this Madeline couldn't feel like that. And that's when I had an idea. As you can see, Ryan is engrossed in writing an essay on his laptop. And there's me, Claire, and Haley sitting on the table nearby, pretending to read books, 
when in actual fact, we were watching Ryan's moves. Suddenly, Ryan let out a yelp, which made the whole library jump and gained him a dirty glare from the librarian. Then Claire sashayed over to him and said in a sweet voice, Hey Ryan, is everything okay? No, my laptop's glitched out. My important essay is on there and I haven't saved it. This can't be happening. He jabbed at the keys. I'll take a look. I'm pretty good with computers. She leaned over the laptop. Suddenly, Ryan's laptop made a noise and came back on. And the essay was perfectly fine. Wow, who would have thought that a hot girl like Claire would be such an IT expert, right? Ryan profusely thanked Claire and even invited her to lunch. Aha! Success, finally! But, hey, don't tell me you also believe that Claire knows that much about computers. <laughs> of course not. It's all thanks to my brother Stefan. He showed me how to quickly install software to make it look like it was broken. So I used it on Ryan's laptop when he went to grab a book. My bro also showed me the secret code to get it working again in a flash. And I passed this on to Claire. <laughs> Finally, the most difficult mission I've ever faced was over. And Claire and Ryan were officially dating. I wanted to celebrate, so I planned a movie trip with Haley. But then Luke surprised her with amusement park tickets, and she canceled to go with him. Ugh, so much for mates before dates. So, here I am alone. It's safe to say I was in a bad mood, but then, to make it worse, the couple sitting behind me kept teasing each other, loudly smooching, and even kicking my chair. Ugh, I can't take it anymore. I turned around and was about to give them a piece of my mind. Huh? It was Claire with Jackson, the troublemaker from math class. The two of them also panicked when they saw me. What is this? Didn't she just ask me to help win over Ryan? Before I could ask her what was going on, she dragged me into the lobby. You better keep quiet about this or else. I don't get it. I thought you liked Ryan. Poof, please. Of course I don't actually like that nerd. I'm just using him. If you tell anyone about this, I'll make sure your consulting service is finished. What? Is she threatening me? Well, it's true that she paid for the consulting service, but that doesn't mean I accept her using me for malicious purposes. I couldn't just stand by and watch Claire play with Ryan's feelings like this. So, I left the movie theater and went around to Ryan's house. As soon as he opened the door, I blurted the truth out to him. He looked bummed out about it, and then shouted at me to go away. Please, Ryan, we can't let her get away with this. We need to teach her a lesson. He thought about this, then eventually nodded and gruffly said, Yeah, fine. Whatever. Luckily, that weekend, Claire's parents invited Ryan over for dinner. Now, let the payback plan commence. It's Claire. My phone went off, so I borrowed my sister's to text you. Come over in 15 minutes. I miss you so much. Okay, on my way. Love you, X. I was going over the plan once again in my head, then I suddenly saw someone sneaking near Claire's bedroom window. It was Jackson. He quickly climbed into Claire's room. I texted Ryan at once. The prey has arrived, then climbed in after Jackson. Seeing me, Jackson was frantic. What on earth are you doing here? Right at that moment, we heard footsteps outside. Afraid to be caught, Jackson ran over to the window to escape, but I quickly rushed over to block his way. 
What are you two doing in Claire's room? That was Claire's mom, and behind her was Ryan, and a panicked-looking Claire. Claire, please can you explain to me why there appears to be a gathering taking place in your room? Claire gave a flustered look, then blurted out, It's, um, well, I'm dating Jackson. I only lied to you that I was dating Ryan because he's a top student, so you wouldn't stop me going out to see him, as I knew you'd never accept Jackson. It turns out, Claire's parents were so excited about her daughter dating such a smart boy like Ryan that they wanted to invite him over, which is why she hired me to help. They were furious to learn she'd been deceiving them, and no surprises, they grounded her for a month with no allowance. Poor her, but she had it coming. So, now what? Well, I decided to stop the consultancy service. I love helping people, but I don't like seeing anyone get hurt. Most people used my service for the right reasons, but I can never be sure that someone wouldn't use it for the wrong reasons again, and I don't want to be any part of that. It's not all bad anyway, as I've made a new friend out of it. Ryan, speaking of which, he once caught up with me after class and said, Hey, I need your consultancy help. It's pretty urgent. I sighed and replied, Ryan, you know I don't do that anymore. But you owe me one. I want you to help me ask this cute girl out. I really like her. Her name is... Madeline. Huh? I didn't know any other Madelines. Oh, hang on. Did he mean... Me? Right on cue, Haley and Luke appeared. Hey, Ryan, if Madeline rejects your case, I'll do it. I have a lot of experience, too. I rolled my eyes at her, then peered at Ryan. OMG, he liked me. I couldn't stop blushing. It looks like this matchmaker may have just accidentally managed to match herself. <laughs> Hold up, what was that? Boring, no flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. 